You are about to listen to my conversation with the owners and founders of the Shinoa Fitness Center, John and Dylan Serta. This father-son duo created one of the most unique and loved gyms in the Prairie Central area, in the central Illinois area at large. Their story is so inspiring, and it's about time that people heard it. Before we begin, I'd like to thank my current patrons, Iron Man Wrestling, John the Hebrew Hammer Traub, my good friend Josh Hartke, Greg Sullins, The Metcalfs, Jared Walter, Zach B., Henry Steffen, Shaquille Oatmeal, Alyssa Ricketts, Miranda Noyes, Parker Shilson, Ben the Crimson Chin Traub, and Anne. You are all so amazing, and your support is so appreciated. Now, without further ado, let's get on to the show. Hello and welcome to The Paul Garcia Show, a show about the remarkable people of Central Illinois. I'm your host, Paul Garcia, and I invite you to join me as I speak with these individuals about their stories, the lessons they've learned, and the knowledge they've gained along the way. Tune in every Sunday to witness the power of bringing each new individual's unique journey into the spotlight. Dylan and John Serta, thank you so much for coming on today. You have a great story. You've built something great. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. So you guys, you know, you have Shinoa Fitness Center, of course. Everyone knows that. Everyone loves this place. It's really something special. You guys are surrounded by the iron. You live for the iron. You die for the iron. You live for fitness. I want to ask what everyone's wondering. How much do you guys bench? (laughs) Go ahead. I'll let you start. (laughs) All right. So I hit 305. Is it 305 or 310? It's been a minute. Yeah. But yeah, uh, in the past six months, yeah, I was hitting my max. Oh, holy crap, man. I did three, over 300. That's yeah. No oh, 300 pound bench club. Yeah, I was pretty happy to hit that. Dang. Okay, what about but, you? But the best part was, I think you started at, at what? Okay, when we, when we the opened gym. the gym, I was doing 175. 175. No, yeah. So I was pretty happy to hit 205 at one point. And then, yeah, from there, 100 pounds. Dang, Went man, pretty you quick. beast. That's yeah. crazy. Oh, that's cool. The pictures are great. Look, <laughs> looking at him when we opened the gym versus now, huge difference. Yeah. Big difference. Man. Okay. And how about you? I A few pounds more. Uh, right at the moment, I don't want to say. I'll say within the last five, six months. I've probably gotten 415. It was 415 or 420. 420 right around there. Yeah, and it went right up. I thought you were going to do it I, twice. Yeah, I, I think I actually did 415 <laughs> yeah. a few times. Dude, that's nuts. It felt good. Post, I did not expect these answers, to be honest. This is post-shoulder surgery, too. Yeah, yeah. About two years ago, I had to have the rotator cuff done. So it's nice to know that it works and, and you can come back from it. Holy cow. Okay, well, that is awesome. You guys are obviously actually invested in your fitness. You're serious about this stuff. Where did the idea for Shinoa Fitness Center first come about if you can remember when and and where have you been dreaming about this for a while or what uh, yeah you start with it yeah so i mean it goes way back honestly um uh you know i would say 2008 is when i started taking some uh some classes english classes and things like that and uh, uh would have to write uh you know my the reports that i would write all would involve uh, business plans, anything that would have to do with the gym. I wanted to start doing something all the way back then. Um, met with mayors then. Um, met with uh, whoever I could to try to uh, see what I could do to kind of get the ball rolling on things. Um, but ever since then, I've worked on a business plan and just tried, uh, tried coming up with ways to make it work in the small town of Shinoa. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's. I just wanted it. It was what you know. What do you want to do? You know, what do you want to do when you grow up? One of those things. I, I like mm-hmm. working out. Um, don't like the cardio part of it so much, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, uh, I like being in the gym, hanging out there. It, I, I just I dig the vibe, and it's what I want to be a part of. It's you know when. When I go to retire, uh, I'd, I'd like to be able to just hang out there. And uh, I don't think I'll ever retire, but uh, I, I'd like to be able to hang out in the gym. Mm-hmm. I want to work there. I want to be there forever. You just you love that scene. I do. Of I people do. pushing themselves, trying to get stronger, the intensity, yeah. the manliness. I shouldn't just say the manliness, but just the fitness culture. You like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's great. You know, the, the people uh, getting to see how they've changed since we've come in. Um, it's amazing. I mean, the transformation transformations have been wonderful. Um, uh, just um, the way Dylan's got to know people and work out with people and uh, and help them out. Uh, the way my daughters help people out, all of us, mm-hmm. we've all been a part of somebody's life and, and and making their life better. So it's it's been great. It's been wonderful. So you said that the idea came about in roughly two thousand and eight yep. of opening your own gym. Dylan, you were just uh, not even a young man. You were still a, a kid. You were right. probably what high school, junior high. No, you'd be even just, before junior high, right? Yeah, right before junior high, probably. Uh, and growing up, we were always working out, always very conscious about our health. And you were always pushing me to bench, and we were always trying to get that <laughs> as high as we could uh, when I was younger. But uh, throughout school, uh, you you pushed me to go for business. Uh, I graduated from ISU in 2018 with my business administration degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and throughout school, I was always doing projects, uh, researching on gyms, and I would do presentations, everything based around pretty much these business plans that we had created. And I really, you know, just had this realistic vision uh, throughout school, and I would use that for all my projects. It was awesome. So actually getting to do the research throughout school, that was really fun. And then, so it was three days after I graduated college, uh, then we opened the gym, soft opening. Holy cow. Yeah. Okay, really quick, pull these mics a little closer. I know they're sure. okay. obnoxiously close, but that's all right. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, so, okay, you got the, how much has your business administration degree actually helped with this? Because it seems like you almost got the degree to start this. Yep. Is that at all accurate? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's okay. exactly what it is for. Um, so it's not like you were just learning about business administration and then you're like, hey, uh, I know I'm using a, a gym, a hypothetical gym in my, all my presentations. It wasn't that. It was like you're preparing, you're practicing so that you can open this gym right. with, uh, and this is where the, I feel like an idiot. You guys are father, son, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And is Lauren your sister and daughter? Yes. Oh, okay. Just making sure. I thought that was the case, but I'm like, you know, I've never actually made sure of that. But so the plan was literally to open this family Gym. Yeah. Yep. That's definitely been the plan. Yeah. All throughout school. Okay. And always in the back of my head. Yep. That's what I wanted to do. So. And has it helped tremendously that degree? Uh, being in school. Yeah. That was quite a bit of a help. Uh, doing all my projects on the gym. That was just a huge jump start. Okay. Hundred percent. Yeah. Got it. And you guys were. Did you grow up in Shinoa? Yeah. Definitely. We uh we moved to Shinoa. Um. I I think I started kindergarten in Shinoa. That was the year we moved to town. Yep. Mm. Okay. How did you know that this would work out in small town Chinoa? Because that's exactly what it is. It's a very small town. It's a rural town. Why were you nervous before you opened this place up, before you started taking it seriously, before you started putting money into it? Or were you confident that it would be successful? And and why were you confident if you were? Sure. Yeah. No, I, I would say that, I mean, of, of course, I was nervous uh, doing so. Um, 
I didn't have any doubt, I guess. Um, Shinoa's location, I feel like, is so underutilized, um, undervalued. Uh, you know, everybody through Fairbury, Chatsworth, Forest, uh, even Pontiac. I mean, you, you got to drive by Shinoa or drive through Shinoa to, to get to Bloomington, which is where everything's at. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I felt like if you created the right product, uh, you made it desirable enough, they were going to they were going to take the time to stop there because there was already mm-hmm. on the, on their way. Right. So basically, yeah, I mean, am, am I going to compete, you know, directly with some of these places in, in Bloomington and, and deliver on that, you know, maybe, maybe they spend $4 million for one of these facilities here in town. I'm, I'm probably not going to do that, but I did see that, uh, you know, as far as the buying the most expensive equipment, things like that just, just wasn't needed anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you have the right environment, they're going to come, um, so yeah, as far as Shinoa goes, yeah, I felt comfortable about it. Um, I knew the community would back me. I, I just felt like uh, with having Dylan and, and again Lauren, um, with his background, knowing that he had that confidence of uh, having that degree, um, we were going to utilize that stuff. I mean, if if, fa- if it was failing in the beginning, we were going to change things right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we were always going to do whatever we have to do to make it work. So. Um, one of the things was having the rental property uh, within the, the building, you know, having different types of income in the building. We are brought to you by Aftershock Decals and Design in Fairbury, Illinois. From business logos to building signs, Aftershock Decals and Designs in Fairbury creates graphics and prints that will make heads turn. If you need signage for any occasion, Aftershock's team of creative experts are virtually unlimited in their capabilities. They can create the highest quality full and partial vehicle wraps for cars, trucks, trailers, semis, and race cars, as well as small to massive banners for all occasions. They also do yard signs, decals, window perforations, stickers, custom logo designs, and much more. When you need to promote your business, develop your brand, or enhance your image, do it all with the area's most trusted graphic design company, Aftershock Decals and Design in Fairbury, Illinois. Give them a call at 833-332-2548 or pay them a visit at 116 East Locust Street in Fairbury. Hey guys, I just wanted to take a quick second to tell you about Fairbury Indoor Flea, a monthly indoor flea market hosted by Trisha's Treasures in Fairbury, Illinois. This flea market is held every second Saturday of every month from October to May from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. So that's Saturday, October 9th, November 13th, December 11th, and so forth. There will be a wide variety of items available at these events, such as plenty of man cave pieces, vintage and antique collectibles, tools, dishes, jewelry, furniture, fresh cupcakes and cookies, crafts, steamer trunks, customized cups, shirts, pens, signs, and so much more. Additionally, at each market, there will be seven, yes, seven local vendors. The second Saturday of each month just got a whole lot sweeter. Again, this will be at Trisha's Treasures in Fairbury, Illinois, which is an awesome vintage store. So for one-of-a-kind antiques, art, collectibles, furniture, gifts, and also for any and all of your refurbishing and repurposing needs, check out Trisha's Treasures in Fairbury, Illinois, located in the old bowling alley on the west end of town, right off of Route 24. Dylan, from your perspective, when this was really coming to fruition, you guys were starting to take it seriously, were you at all nervous? Like, talk about the emotions that you were feeling because you were, I mean, very early 20s, 21, 22, Mm -hmm. when you started, you know, going to the bank, 
taken the steps necessary to build such a company like this to do something that I mean you there was probably some liability issues I guess you could call them like you were now responsible for a lot of things right was it overwhelming at all for you because again you were just a young young man at that point uh yeah I'd say I was intimidated from the start uh but that was prior to actually acquiring the building I think once we found the right building uh came up for sale we knew exactly what we wanted to do with the place and that it was the best fit uh, location-wise and everything, the perfect space. It is it a is, heck of a location. And you think about Chinoa, it's yeah. it's right off, that spot specifically is right off 24, and it's really close to 55. Yeah. I mean, that's prime real estate right there. Right. Everybody's driving by. 20, yeah. 26,000 cars a day are, are going by. The is that road. right? Yeah. 26,000 cars a day? Right. Yeah. Dang, so, man. Got to take advantage of that. Okay. So before Chinoa Fitness Center opened up, where did people go to work out? Um, well, I mean, there, there's a few options there in Fairbury. Uh, there's, uh, the, the turning point and, mm-hmm. uh, elite. And I think a lot of people were going to, to Pontiac. They had a, uh, GYM opened up right before we did mm-hmm. two or three months before we did, uh, champion fitness was popular in Pontiac for years. Um, not really sure what their status is. I think they've, maybe they've sold to, uh, somebody else there in town, but uh, hmm. if you if you I think if you worked in Bloomington, um, you worked out in Bloomington um, because you had these gyms that offered all these things: the sauna, the tanning, you know, mm-hmm. plenty of cardio equipment. Um, uh, they had everything you needed right there, so they would just and they would pay for it. They had no problem paying for all that stuff right there in Bloomington. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much what people were doing. They were going to these, you know, somewhat distant towns like Pontiac, Fairbury, Mm -hmm. everything like that. Mm -hmm. You touched on something that I think is extremely unique and very fascinating to see a gym do. And that's you got successful big time gyms will have a lot of the time a sauna, a Mm -hmm. tanning section. You guys have saunas, a tanning section, a tattoo place, Mm -hmm. a cafe, a nutrition place. You have personal training. Um, I said tattoo, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And among many other things, you also have a martial arts class that you offer, a rental space, some gymnastics classes. The list goes on. Was that the plan from the beginning? You guys offer so much, and you've coined the term fitness mall, which Mm -hmm. is incredibly, I mean, that's very fitting. Was it the plan from the beginning to house all these different operations, and how has that worked out for you? Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, that was all part of the business plan. Mm-hmm. Um, that was going to help make things, uh, you know, if the membership was low, you had other revenues of, uh, other sources of revenue. Uh, it, it's worked out good. We just figured, you know, with things like the hair and the tattoo thing, and, um, even the personal trainers, uh, let, let the professionals take care of, of what they do. We'll rent the space out to you mm-hmm. and we'll let the professionals take care of what they do. Yeah. Had this building not come up for sale at the right time though, that yeah. was the perfect opportunity. I know we were looking at potentially building a spot mm-hmm. over there by Dollar General yeah. in Chinoa. And that would have been like a 5,000 square foot pole barn. And, you know, this building that we ended up oh, wow. getting is at least twice the size of what we were mm-hmm. expecting to possibly build. So <clears throat> dang, uh, it's definitely the, the size and just very blessed to have gotten this place. Uh, why we were able to have all those rental spaces also. That was uh, a huge benefit, having yeah. that huge space. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it wouldn't work as, as good if it was a block off 24. Right. Yeah. It would change everything. The uh, funny thing is, uh, back in 2008, when we started writing our business plan, um, it involved that building. 
from hmm. the beginning. Wow, no so, kidding. Yeah. Dang. Okay, so, so yeah. you guys were planning this for a long time. I'm amazed by that. I thought it was kind of like, you know, buildings up for sale. Uh, I've been working on some business administration stuff. I happen to use a gym for my product. I didn't realize it was so well thought out. That's pretty awesome. What was this building, first of all, before you bought it? It was a it was an antique mall. Okay, quite the switch up. Yeah, <laughs> and switch mall before then. we got it. Yeah, uh, originally started out as a furniture store back in the seventies. Dang, uh, Harms Home Furnishings. Okay, uh, and then uh, it would have been Don Corey who turned it into uh, uh, the antique mall. He had mm-hmm. tractors and all sorts of uh, Redbird antiques in there from original Shinoa. Mm-hmm. So. Was there a lot of renovation that you had to do in order to house all the gym equipment and stuff like that? Like, did you have to almost start from scratch, tear stuff down, or what was that process like? Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was just a big shell. I mean, there was as far as the plumbing went. Uh, uh, the plumbing came three feet into the building, and it stopped right there. We had a bathroom that was right there. There was no other floor drains to utilize. Um, yeah, the power, you know, it just wasn't correct for what we were doing. Uh, no central air, none of that mm. stuff. So um, right away, it was uh, putting walls up, uh, you know, busting out concrete uh, because we wanted to make sure we had showers. Uh, very important to have showers. Uh, wanted to have some water in uh, some of the rental spaces. Uh, so yeah, there was quite a bit of stuff we had to do to this place. But the amazing part we thought was was that we were able to do it in about four months. Uh, That's nuts. We knocked it out pretty That's quick. crazy. And a lot of it was us. Uh, pretty we had, much just friends and yeah. family. Great, yeah. great friends, great family that helped out a ton. Maybe, okay, I, I want to ask this, and I'm sure people watching are curious to hear, who <clears throat> who were some of the integral people that really made this all possible that, that maybe aren't appreciated as much as they, they should be? Was there, you said there was a lot of friends and family. Would you care to mention a few of the people that helped her? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Big John was one of the. John, one of the guys right the there, biggest, yeah. John, John Embry, he helped out a ton. Okay. Um, He's from Chinoa, isn't he? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, my dad, Rosie, mm-hmm. uh, he helped out a ton. Um, we had, uh, I mean, uh, Dylan was there quite a bit. Obviously, he was going to school at the same time and trying to spend as much time there as as uh, as he could. Wow. Um, you know, Keith Traxel, got to thank that guy for what he did. Uh, Tony Valentine did a, a great job with the uh, drywall. drywall. Tons of drywall. <laughs> uh, man, I'm sure there's so uh, many more. Steve Chapman doing yeah. concrete work yeah, for us. He did yeah. some stuff for us. And uh, a lot of guys, a lot of people came in and helped us out quite a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are brought to you by Fairview Haven Retirement Community in Fairbury, Illinois. Fairview Haven is an apostolic Christian community where choice is valued, growth is encouraged, and life abounds. Their team strives by the grace of God to provide the highest quality of life to all those that they serve without regard to race, color, religion, or their ability to pay. Fairview has created a haven that supports the spiritual, physical, mental, and emotional needs of all who call it home. Here they seek to embrace life and honor the dignity of all of their residents and their right to make choices for themselves in a safe and nurturing environment. This unprecedented level of care extends also to their staff, who are loved, cared for, and appreciated beyond measure. If you want to be a light in our world, if you think you have the skills to provide great care for others, and if you want to have an immense and positive impact on the lives of many of our most beloved community members, then consider joining the team at Fairview Haven in Fairbury, Illinois. Loving as Jesus loves, Fairview Haven. Can you do this? 
Probably not. But one thing you can do is treat yourself to the most wonderful pizza on the planet Earth, and that's pizza from Marshalloni's Pizza in Fairbury, Illinois. Pizza from Marshalloni's Pizza in Fairbury, Illinois is spectacular, and not only that, they also offer a daily happy hour. So if you call between 4 and 5 p.m. and order your pizza, you get the second one of equal or lesser value for free. Restrictions apply. You can even call at 4.45 p.m., order your pizzas, pick them up at 8 p.m., and you will still get that happy hour discount. For the most delicious pizzas around, head nowhere else but Marshalloni's Pizza in Fairbury, Illinois. Call them up and place your order today at 815-692-4602 and pick it up at 405 East Locust Street in Fairbury. That's Marshalloni's Pizza in Fairbury, Illinois. Man, I just, I'm fascinated by the the huge undertaking that this was. And it seems like you guys are pretty cool, calm, and collected looking back on the whole thing. Were you ever at any point just like, oh, crap, what did we get ourselves into? I mean, you just bought probably an expensive building, a huge building, undertook, I mean, there's plenty of renovation that had to be done. Were you ever freaking out at any point? Uh, I I don't feel like I was really freaking out too much. I mean, <laughs> once again, I mean, if you get to the point where you feel like something's not working, you just got to change it up and mm-hmm. and um, uh, make sure you go in that direction. So, uh, no, I, I, I knew we, we had plenty of help. And uh, having this kid's brain, you know, it really helps out quite a bit. I, you know, just for example, you know, we had to have a security system put in this place. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we talked to some people about coming in and, and uh, hooking up the doors to where you can have that access and everything. And, and uh, you know, I told Dylan, I'm like, you know, we're not paying that to have somebody come in and, and do this kind of stuff. And I basically told him to take the next three days, uh, go look it up, teach yourself how to do this, and just get it installed. And he did just that. I'm not kidding you. Within a week's time, good heavens, this kid had everything wired up, <laughs> uh, hooked up to computers. And I, I don't know, to have that security, that kind of help, uh, Knowing that that knowledge is right there, it's huge. It's no, I I have a great backing, so uh, just not not too worried about it. Yeah, Dylan, I think that's something you have a very unique. I don't know what to call it. Uh, <clears throat> collection of traits in mm-hmm. your character. I can remember back to high school. This is what the rare combination was. You were incredibly funny, so goofy, such a goofball. It was it was ridiculous, and it was so much appreciated, like on the track team yeah. and things like that. No, you were hilarious, but you were also you were also very smart. I remember people talking about that, and I was always like, what an odd mix. Like, he's so goofy, you would never think that he's so intellectually gifted, but that is the case. You are. You are, and what what do you think maybe your skills are intellectually that really helped with, with uh, this operation? Because apparently you're good with at least computer systems and things like that. Um, so I'm very well disciplined. I don't know. I know that when I start something, I got to get it done. Um, very persistent. Obviously throughout school, I like to mess around a lot. I like to have a lot of fun. Uh, I never really got into trouble though, even though I was was really close. Yeah. Um, and you were never disrespectful or hurtful either. I would always push things to the edge, but just (laughs) always, you did just for the most fun. I I got it. I got that from you. (laughs) Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I just feel like I was really well disciplined and uh, knew not to push it too far and uh, knew that I'm, <clears throat> I am I want to be really successful someday and I just want to keep going that direction. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, just never let anything hold me back. Um, yeah. Where does the confidence come from, though? It seems like you guys aren't scared to uh, undertake something. You're not scared to take risks because at the end of the day, this undertaking was a massive risk. It could have flopped and you could have mm-hmm. been out a lot of money. Um, who knows, you know, 
Where does that confidence come from, do you think? Or is it just, yeah, I'll let you answer that. Where do you think the confidence comes from? It's, I mean, you know, I told you, you know, it started back in 2008 as far as digging into this project. Um, uh, There was no shortage of of doing our research on it. I mean, we knew how many cars were driving by that spot every day. Mm. Uh, We knew how many uh, boys or girls, you know, age 18 through 23 were using it at what time of the day. And we did all that research and we had graphs and charts and all sorts of stuff set up. Um, we knew we had an idea of what everybody was charging when their, their busy times were, we knew what the numbers were Mm -hmm. on all this stuff. And, and to be honest, you know, we knew who was going and utilizing these things and we knew where they came from. So, Mm -hmm. uh, the stats are all there. I mean, any one of us can get online and, uh, look at some of these websites and see, you know, what demographics are doing what. And, um, the numbers just show that, Hey, this spot right here is uh, it's a moneymaker. It's low hanging fruit. I mean, nobody's utilized it. Let's give it a shot. If it doesn't work, we can always rent the building out for something else. Right. So yeah. it's, you know, the investment itself wasn't, it wasn't killer. I mean, it wasn't something that was going to, you know, change our lives in a way where we couldn't come back from it. Mm-hmm. So that was that was uh, uh, something in the back of my mind, I suppose. It seems like the confidence came from a well thought out plan. Is mm-hmm. that fair to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had accounted for, you know, a number of bad things happening, and you were prepared. And for that reason, you yeah. have every right to be confident, yeah. right? We utilized everything we could get. I mean, there's the uh, SBDC. Uh, they are amazing. Yeah. Shout out to yep, them. Yep. Oh my! They helped gosh. me a lot with this, so they, they're incredible. Huge, That's awesome. Huge. So yeah, we sat with those guys. Uh, um, I probably, I, I mean, even though I started my business plan early on, I still sat with those guys for six months, uh, working on a business plan, going through and just, I mean, I'd meet with them every week. Yeah. And we would just tear that thing apart. And I mean, they, there was some things that they pushed me and said, Hey, this isn't going to work. I, I, I fought it a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, no, it's worked out good. We've, we've even established a great relationship with the SBDC. I'm actually on the SBDC board now. Oh, you know? wow. So I, I get to, as a representative for some of the small communities, uh, that's one of the things I get to be a part of now. Um, but great relationship with those guys. Um, uh, just, yeah, just homework. We did a lot of homework. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember when I worked with them, I was just amazed and so honored by how seriously they took me, oh, yeah. how much respect they gave me. Yeah. I had the most unlegit, like little smoothie business that was somehow growing. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went to them, I was like, could you guys maybe help me teach me something about how to organize my finances, like what to do, how to become an LLC, everything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And before I knew it, like they scheduled a meeting the following week with some like established banker who yeah. had been doing a lot of work in that field. And I found myself sitting in a room with like three dudes in suits. And I was like, what am I yeah. doing here? They, they're incredible. And they have taught, they've helped me in a number of other ways. Would you recommend for someone starting up their own business to maybe seek them out, seek their help out? It's a free service to anybody. Yeah. Why would yeah. anybody just do it? I don't care how confident you are. Take advantage of that. Absolutely. I mean, it is, it is a hundred percent free. And like you said, I mean, I, for me, one of the things they helped me, uh, uh, make sure everything was in position to go to the banker and be ready to go and ask for financing. Mm-hmm. And, and just like what they did with you, they sat me down in front of a banker yeah. and said, what would you say to him? And, 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 you know, I got to hear what 
the banker wanted to hear. So it was great. It was it was it was good. It was helpful. Yeah, man, they are awesome. I yeah. I sincerely hope you guys see this. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> we've talked about how you guys have you know been successful. How Chinoa Fitness Center has really taken off and everything. Everyone loves it now. But what has the learning curve maybe been like? Have you, did you make any dumb mistakes at the beginning that you were quick to uh, to fix? Tell me about some of the the negative things that started in the beginning, M- mistakes, whatever. Yeah. Uh, lots of those, I'm sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, just positioning of uh, of some things. Um, uh, you know, the kids area. You know, Are things you saying like making sure everything is able to be moved. Everything. Uh, That's the well. Big, that is the big like, one. Give me an example of of some like how that happened. The some that couldn't be moved or something. So well, okay. So in the beginning. Um, we've put so many walls up and tore so many walls down already. We are constantly <laughs> moving things. So in the beginning, uh, we would, if we were to do it over again, we would make things more movable. Uh, you know, things that, you know, walls that we could bolt up and just take down and move around anytime we want, because I feel like every wall in that place has been tore down once and put back up. <laughs> and it's probably not the case, but, uh, just, just the, the position of some of the entrances, I mm-hmm. guess, uh, we might do things a little bit different that way, but it, maybe it wouldn't have worked out as good either. It, it's mm-hmm. it's been slick. Every every person that has rented from us has been very successful in their spots. It's worked wow. out pretty good. We've mm-hmm. fed them plenty of traffic. Uh, my brother uh, does the tattoos actually. Wow! And he uh, had to move from one spot to another because it was bigger, and he was going to be able to hire somebody, and he did. He hired another tattoo artist because. He was just booked out so far. Dang. So, this so is you with, have, sorry, this is within the building. Yeah. That's, so that's why we're saying moving walls and stuff like that. You know, we'll start with this small office and he needed to get into a size, double the space so he could have more booths. Same for uh, McLean County Orthopedics. We have therapy out of our place and they started in a 12 foot by 12 foot room and now they're begging us for more and more space. So we're trying to move walls, trying to, you know, keep as much space for our, our gym members as we can and, you know, not take away from anybody and, you know, just improve it for everybody at the same time. What an interesting, I wouldn't call it even a problem, but when, that's a great thing to have to worry yes. about, I yes, guess. Yes, we have great, great problems. Yeah, <laughs> that's, all, that's a great way to put uh-huh. it. So really quick, you said you have an orthopedic place, a tattoo place. Could you just list off what the different things projects you have going on in your building are yeah uh i mean i'm gonna start left to right so uh ann wicker runs the wicker hair depot so we've got a hair salon mm-hmm. um and then uh the tattoo shop that'd be ran by my uncle brother uh that'd be adam serta he runs the Chinoa tattoo company okay. uh, he just expanded into a much bigger space and has the opportunity for three artists going at the same time now um Jeez. we yeah we've got uh, mclean county orthopedics uh they just partnered with carl uh so that's a really huge deal to have those guys out of our facility right now it's just it's massive it's awesome yeah mm-hmm. we actually had the uh the ceo of carl came over looking at the facility a few weeks ago um carl's and, a huge organization yeah yeah, yeah Dang, this it's, is it's an a important monster. guy <laughs> yeah so and they wanted to do nothing but grow times three i mean with what we're doing right now Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the other problem is, is the, the, the space restraints. We don't want to take away from, from our gym members. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, good problems. Good mm-hmm. problems. Right. Yeah. We got a tanning salon, uh, personal training. There's even up at the front of the building, we have a, uh, our realtor 
And we, you know, those team. those are just the rental spaces. Uh, you know, we got a half court basketball and or walking running track. Uh, the green turf down, going down the middle to push a weighted sled. You know, we awesome. just got a giant uh, yoke that you carry with all the weights on all the corners. That's a really fun one. Uh, yeah, free weights, weight machines, a private space. You know, if somebody's uncomfortable on the five treadmills up front, we got two more in the back. Uh, just more comfortable spaces. We like the walls. We like having more spaces to work out. Like it's everybody's got their own gym in there is kind of how it feels. Man, it's incredible. It really is incredible to see how this place works. And when you open this place, you didn't just open a gym. You made you you made spaces available for plenty of other businesses. You really helped the local economy in a lot of ways. I just think that is not only impressive, not only well thought out, but it's also very generous. Like that that's really cool. And you also have a space you said that you can rent out, is that right? Or is uh, it, did I as far as like a, a banquet type space, we, exactly. we, we did it one time, uh, but oh, we, ended, okay. that, we filled that in pretty quick. Yeah, we needed more space yeah. for gym members, basically, so we filled that in. Yeah. Got but, it, got it. Okay, so is it basically you're all full right now, so if anyone owns a business that they wanted to move into your place, you're pretty much all full at this point. Is that fair to say? Yeah. yeah we're We'd be down cool. to make space, though. Oh, but it's, it's just walls, <laughs> right? I mean, uh-huh. four walls and, you know, there's another income for it. Yeah, yeah, we could, yeah, it depends on what make it happens. Sure. Depends on what it is. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, location, location, location. Yeah, exactly. And that place is a great location. What did you plan for the vibe, if that makes sense, if you know what I mean? Yeah. The vibe of this gym, what did you want it to be? Did you want it to be a hardcore, you know, heavy lifting gym? Did you want it to be a more gentle, inviting place, like, you know, a more planet fitnessy style place? Or what, what can you tell me about the desired vibe that you designed this place to have? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you want this one? Sure. Yeah. It seemed like everybody really wanted us to, you know, pick uh, where you wanted to go with it. Uh, But what we did was uh, we created so many different spaces in there. So we were able to have just about every single one of those. You can have your big heavy power lifters, CrossFit area. You can have a more private space back there. And then today I had a 93 year old lady. uh, She's telling me how happy she is with the place and how she's able to climb into the tractor so much easier and her sons are so happy to see this 93 year old their mother uh able to lift her body weight and hop up into this tractor and you know we've literally got everybody in there there's after 7 p.m you've got 17 18 year olds in there everywhere yeah um just different times for the day you're gonna see so many different demographics we love it Man, that is awesome. Yeah. So you have a 93-year-old lady that comes to the gym. Oh, yeah. Do you have any other? Is that like probably the only 90-plus-year-old that goes uh, there, right? Uh, there's we. Uh, the crowd is, is, is so unique, I'm telling you. It's <laughs> like he said, we, you know, we, we, we turn the music down during the day. Um, it might be turned up a little bit more after 3 o'clock. You know, mm. uh, we've had to change things. You know, you got to adjust it for the time of the day. Um uh, for the people that don't want to be in front of a crowd, like he said, we like walls. So when you come to the gym, um, maybe there's people you're not crazy about over here doing this or what, whatever it is. Um, there's so many different places to go work out in the gym. It, it's, it, it's not a curves. It's not a, a big power gym by any means. Um, uh, but there's something for everybody. Mm-hmm. What do you think about fitness, the fitness culture as a whole in the, in the United States? Do you think that that it maybe there needs to be more importance? How do I say this? There needs to be more emphasis on the importance of working out. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's extremely important and it's undervalued, or do you think 
what do you think about that? Do you think we undervalue health in this country and that people need to maybe go to gyms more? I know yeah. that's kind of a loaded question for you, but. Mm. No, definitely. And, and I think uh, I think we're going to see a lot more things change as far as, uh, you know, I think legislation is going to change uh, in a way where uh, it's, it's a requirement, you know, for maybe just for insurance providers to offer that. Uh, to their uh, to their members, uh, mm-hmm. as far as paying for their gym memberships, um, I I just think w- whether it's a, an insurance company or, or somebody, it, it is going to be required at some point. Um, you know, hopefully a town of eighteen hundred like Shinoa, uh, I like to see everybody being required to have a gym membership. I think it'd be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that that's that, interesting. Yeah, so there's things like that in the works. Um, um, I don't even know exactly who is, is, is working on it, but there is, uh, some, there are some things going on in Illinois right now where th- that, that is being brought up. So we hope it changes. Well, it's just so vital to having good health. If I yeah. were a health insurance company, I would sure at least yep. throw in like a free membership, maybe a discount if you go to this gym or yeah. something like that, because you're much less of a liability at mm-hmm. that point. I, taking care of your health and exercising is great neurologically. Mm-hmm. I mean, so for your mental health and everything like that, biologically, not physique is like really important to people, but it's way down on the list of what and of what is most improved by working out. It's just so vital to our health and well-being. Exercising is. Yeah, yeah that that mental health portion of it too, like you said, um that's another fun thing is uh, we, we know some gyms in the area that actually tell you you can't talk to other members unless you came in there with them. What? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so what's uh, the reason for that? Uh, you're there to work out. I guess that's that's probably what it is. Don't be social. Yeah. What do you think of that? Do you think come in? I We we enjoy that part of it. OK. We, we think that's great that you can come in and socialize. Uh, we think that, that we have members that come in. And maybe maybe they only do a couple reps on some, of something, but we I, we have a lot of people that come in just to just to socialize, and I think it's great for their their mental well being. You know, as good we as we are their, social their beings yeah. after all. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. definitely. And I think a lot of us are suffering from a lack of that from yeah. COVID. You sure. Know? Yeah, I I even noticed like after. After the peak of COVID, I was like, man, my social skills have really waned. Oh, I found bet. myself saying yeah. weird stuff that's not exactly socially yeah. acceptable. Not that I was great at that before, yeah. but even more so after. I was like, gosh, right. like I'm, I'm having social anxiety now. But, I bet. I yeah. bet. We are brought to you by Forest Edge Tree Service. If you have trees or tree stumps on your property that you want gone, go nowhere else but Livingston County's premier tree service provider, Forest Edge Tree Service. Your yard is no place for looming dead or damaged trees because it's just a matter of time before they come down, ruining your property, ruining your week, and ruining your bank account. This is exactly why you need to be a responsible adult and hire the services of Forest Edge Tree Service to get the job done right. Simply give Joe Rudin a call or a text at 815-615-3037 to get a free quote today. Keep your family, pets, vehicles, and neighbors safe and save yourself from a world of headaches when you call or text Forest Edge Tree Service to get those dangerous, looming, troublesome trees off of your property. That's Forest Edge Tree Service, Livingston County's premier tree service provider. We are brought to you by Tri-County Carpet and Flooring Sales and Installation in Fairbury, Illinois. Check this video out. Tri-County Carpet and Flooring in Fairbury is the premier flooring store throughout Livingston, McLean, and Ford counties. 
From choosing the perfect flooring to measuring an installation, Tri-County ensures top quality products and services. Their trained professionals boast precise measurements, straight cuts, and perfect fits, while their showroom houses a multitude of gorgeous, top-quality, name-brand carpet and flooring options in the latest styles and colors that are durable and long-lasting. With free estimates, design consultation, and contractor and multi-room discounts, Tri-County in Fairbury is your one-stop shop for all of your home and business flooring needs. Pay them a visit at 19 Jan Lane in Fairbury, Illinois, right off of Route 24, and give them a call at 815-692-3666. Tri-County Carpet, your flooring paradise. So, I last I checked on Google, when I typed in Chenoa Fitness Center, you guys have 50 five-star reviews and nothing less than that. Mm-hmm. That is extremely rare. Businesses would love to have only five-star reviews on Google. Why? What's your best guess, do you think, that people love this place so much? They don't just like this gym that they go to. It's like they're almost fans of Chenoa Fitness Center. Why is that, do you think? Well, I think we... Uh we probably do go above and beyond to try to make sure everybody's happy. I know you can't make everybody happy, but I mean, if somebody comes to us with a problem, you better believe it. it it's addressed. I mean, we talk about it. If it's, mm-hmm. if, if there's something we need to change or a piece of equipment we need to buy or, or uh, uh, just anything, we, we address everything. I mean, it's at least, at least they see that we addressed it. So uh, it makes it hard to complain when, when you feel like somebody's, taking care of you and listening to you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what do you think? I feel like we're really getting to know every single person that comes through those doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll see either me, my dad, or Lauren there, and everybody knows us. Uh, everybody's just very comfortable. Um, yeah, it just feels like a one big family, and people really, really enjoy that. Yes, it's it's incredibly friendly without being so friendly that it's almost like a wimpy place. Mm-hmm. If, right. And I don't mean to rip on gyms that that really push the friendliness, you're accepted, you know, no judgment, like that type right. of stuff, if you know what I mean. That's all <clears throat> sure. good, but it can kind of breed wimpiness for a severe yeah. lack of a better term. Well, yeah. you, can, you can still drop weights at our place. Good. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to gyms that will remain nameless that you can't drop weights. Right. Or else you'll have an alarm. An alarm an sounded alarm. on you. That's an goofy. actual alarm. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it helps that uh, it is all, all family within. So um, uh, we all treat it like it's our own because it's our own. Mm-hmm. Everybody treats it like it's their own. You know, if you see... A problem, you're going to fix it. We don't want that bad reputation. So Dylan and and Lauren both treat it that way. So is it mostly ran by you, you two, and Lauren? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, my mom helps out also. Oh, got so, it. So yeah, we have her. We have her there. She helps out a few days a week. How did you decide? Because you you seem like you have unique sets of skills, both of you. How did you decide who would manage what, or do you guys manage mostly everything together? Or do you both have like, you know, certain roles? Do you take care of this and that while you take care of something else? And and what might those roles be? Jeez, yeah. We just kind of figured out what we were good at and we just took it on from there. But a lot of things we do, do together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Recently, we threw up uh, a bunch of whiteboards on the walls and uh, organized our job description, mm-hmm. what everybody does. 
uh, and tasks throughout the week, and that has just made us so much more organized. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. What do you got? Yeah, no, um, yeah, that, I, I'm I'm glad we did it that way. It, it's I don't know. I think it just kind of landed that way where you know we wanted Dylan to be the manager. Uh, he turned down a, a pretty good paying job to stay there. Really? And Could I ask what kind of job that was? So I was a manager at County Market. Okay. In Pontiac, uh, they just wanted me to be the the store manager, basically taking over the whole store. Okay. Yeah. But your passion just wasn't there for that? Right, pretty much. I, I really enjoyed County Market. I loved everybody there. Uh, you know, that was another place. It was just like one big family. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's just a trait that I have, but, yeah, you know, just making everybody my family and best friends. I can see like, that. But, that wouldn't, I think a lot of people would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Try not to cause any problems. Yeah. But what were you saying then? Well, so, and, and then Lauren was, uh, Lauren was still in high school. So she was going to, you know, just kind of fall in that second shift role. And, you know, as far as doing some maintenance and things like that. And uh, we wanted to uh, kind of work with her. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of a good way to explain Lauren's attitude. Um <laughs> because <laughs> she's going to watch this and she's going to get on us about oh, this. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm but, sorry, uh, Lauren, that yeah. we didn't have another <laughs> microphone. I wish we yeah. did, but this table's but, only so big, you know. But l- let's just say that uh, this girl has, uh, uh, she has become such a leader. Um, she, the way she can talk to people, I mean, it, it's easy to call her the second shift manager, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, people, people actually come in and uh, if they see, you know, my face, you know, they'll be like, um, I'll wait till Lauren comes back. You know, it's, <laughs> I'd rather work with Lauren. Uh, but uh, uh, I don't know. She's uh, become very organized. We got her selling shirts. Um, she just kind of, she wanted more. She asked for more. She wants more to do. So, I mean, that makes it easy for me to, to, to give them jobs. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, Dylan's just kind of fell into that whole role with being more uh, as far as the mechanical part of things. Uh, Everything. A, a carpenter. I mean, he can mm-hmm. he can build all that stuff. Um, me, what do I do? I clean the toilets, <laughs> you know, in, in the mornings yeah, sometimes. Yeah, uh, try to make those look good. Uh, I'm, I'm 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 there for support. In the background, I do some things. Yeah, I'm I do. Sure, of course you do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, we uh, all run that front desk, but. Uh, you know, aside from that, we all have many, many tasks because just the three of us, we really run the whole place. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's grandma, incredible. Like, clean. I don't even want to think about how busy you guys must be. There's so many moving parts, but I feel like you guys kind of like that. You just seem we like do. that type of people. Mm-hmm. We can get bored pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, we actually just picked up a few more tanning beds also because the tanning is going pretty good. So we've been running around trying to get that organized this morning. And, you know, that's why Dylan wasn't able to get around to shaving. So. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I, I also have a, uh, a radon testing business, so that's another thing I have to take care you of. You have another business entirely? Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, what the it's heck, man? Something I've had for eight years now, and uh, so that takes up quite a bit of time, too. So, you know, we try to, I try to squeeze that in there. Just curious, do you guys have any other, like, not businesses necessarily, unless you do, what other things are you guys tied up in? Or is it, for you, is it full-time, this is everything, or do you have other odd jobs that you do? Um, I wouldn't expect that you would have other things that you do since this is so demanding, mm-hmm. but I figured I'd ask. So I am at the gym most days, you know, 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Uh, then after that, you'd think I'd have some downtime. No, I like to keep myself very busy. We have another huge project coming up soon. Um, Care to enlighten us? Or? Yeah, like a huge project. We want to open a, a brewery and pizza pub, base, basically, <laughs> in Chinoa, so... Uh, we are, are moving constantly. 
Has this and been we like? Love it. Have, have you? Um, has this been? Is this public knowledge that you're going to open this place? Well, um, I mean, it's there's there's really not any crazy formal announcement, I guess, anywhere. But yeah, it's it's out there. It's out there. Informal. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you haven't heard, you heard it here first. Pizza pub and brewery, huh? Yeah. Was I supposed to say that? I don't know. <laughs> he looked at you, kind of like, "Hey, I don't know what you just." I, said. I didn't know how far he was going to go with that, but. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It is an honor. This will be out in a couple of weeks, so you have a little bit of time. You I'm know? sure. No, that is awesome. But we're taking Man. our time with it. Uh, yeah, we're just taking our time with it. We want to do it right. It's going to be incredible. Dog on yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Can, uh, we, we got Andy Jolly. Might as well throw his name yep. in there too. Andy yep. Jolly. Yeah, he, he's he's the he's the brew guy. So he is a, a huge part of this thing. It's something that we're all kind of equally owners of. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be a big one. Holy smokes, man! I'm stoked for that. Any ideas what the name's gonna be? I'm asking so many questions. You just tell me to shut up if you want. <laughs> we are brought to you by Kelly Gerber, a trusted real estate agent in Central Illinois. Do you need a trusted real estate professional to assist you in navigating through the buying or selling process? If you do, remember one name, Kelly Gerber. Kelly is a phenomenal real estate agent for Keeley Real Estate in Fairbury, Illinois. If you're selling, she has premier marketing strategies implemented to assure that your home is circulated to buyers throughout Illinois. And if you're buying, she has professional relationships with lenders, title companies, inspectors, and attorneys to alleviate the stress that comes with buying a home. Whether buying or selling, Kelly works hard to ensure that your real estate process is enjoyable and stress-free. It's a seller's market, so the time to call is now. Call Kelly up at 217-390-8205 or send her an email at kelly at keelyrealestate.com to begin your real estate journey today. Member of Mid-Illinois Realtors Association, Illinois Board of Realtors, and the National Association of Realtors. We are brought to you by Fairbury Furniture in Fairbury, Illinois. Fairbury Furniture is the area's absolute favorite furniture store. Their selection is gargantuan, their staff is helpful and friendly, and they have all of your favorite brands of mattresses, tables, chairs, recliners, couches, and basically all furniture items. So make your home comfy, stylish, and delightful when you shop at Fairbury's own Fairbury Furniture. They were also kind enough to provide me with these wonderful chairs on this show. So I love Fairbury Furniture. Um, so we're calling it OB's Cerveceria right now. Cerveza. So okay. Yeah, I so like that. You know what that, uh, Cerveza so, is beer in Spanish, right? There you go. Cerveceria actually means brewery. Uh, but it kind of sounds like, uh, combining cerveza and pizzeria. Uh, so another coined term, uh, Cerveceria, that would be, uh, a brewery slash pizza place. Um, you guys are awesome. And then OB's, uh, OB Streeper, um, a lot of Shinoa natives know of this guy. Um, you want to talk about Obi at all? Who yeah. is Obi? I mean, yeah, we can go on all day. Um, Obi, yeah. uh, he he he's one of the, the creators of the Jaws of Life. You know, he's a pretty big deal in Shinoa. I've heard of him actually. That's yeah. why I've heard of him. He's got a. It, it's a. The building is across the street from the dollar store there in Shinoa. Uh, big huge place. There's a lot of windmill uh, vehicles over there right now. Um, but Obi, uh, pretty, I, I don't know, a pretty powerful figure there in Shinoa for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, we ended up buying the building from his daughter, and um, she still lives behind uh, the building. Um, Which building is this one more time? It's not 4D construction. It, no, it was Barlow's for a while. Barlow's Furniture. Okay. It's a pretty large. When you see it, you'll you know, know you've seen it a million times, of course. So here's Dollar General. Yeah. Is it across mm-hmm. the street? Right across the mm-hmm. street. 
Okay. Right across the street. Oh, is it the machine shed looking yeah. thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Got it. That's yeah. where that brewery is going to be. Yeah. Another yeah, a, mean location. That oh, is man, great. It's, it's, it's a beast. Great. Yeah. It's great. It's a great building. It, it's perfect for what we want to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> OBs. This guy saved countless lives, though. That's that's kind of why we want to yeah. throw his name out there. Uh, he, is he in the project with you? No. He passed no. away when? 2010, oh, around I'm, that I'm time? I'm not sure when it was. Yeah. Um, but he actually built a lot of this medical equipment, uh, you know, parts and pieces for fire departments uh, out of this building. Yeah. Um, I don't know that he actually invented the Jaws of Life out of that building or not, but yeah. I'm, that's where he built everything. And he was building fire trucks. The Jaws of Life, just for people that maybe don't know what that is, could you explain what they are? It's, yeah. it's a contraption that's, like you said, saved countless lives. Right. It's been implemented in a lot of, you know, uh, medical emergency systems, I guess. Mm -hmm. What wow. are the Jaws of Life? I, I think uh, just about every fire department has them. Uh, I mean, it's going to go in there and it's just going to rip a car apart. I mean, to, so get, if someone's to, trapped? to extract a person. Yeah. I mean, it, within minutes, it goes in there and just cuts the thing apart. That's from what I know about Scissors it. Scissors for a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. Just, just cut a car. Chops it, yeah. chops it up. And so you're including this man, it, his name, in this the name of the brewery, yeah. just out of respect in mm -hmm. memory of him. Right, mm -hmm. Just right. out of, that's awesome. Well, you know, we want to bring a lot of history to it. Um, uh, you're going to see that as far as the theme behind this, this place is going to be a lot of local history. So, um, you'll definitely hear a lot more about it here, down, you know, probably within the next few months, but, uh, history right on history. And we're getting towards the end of this conversation guys. But one thing I want to ask, and this could be hit or miss. I hope this goes over well. Do you guys offer uh, discounted memberships to like firefighters and law enforcement and something else? Military? We do. Okay. Yep. <laughs> no, we don't. That would have been a dumb question. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. That's awesome, man. And you're, it just seems like you're a wholesome group. I love what you're doing. Thank it's you. incredible. Thank you. What, last question here. What's the best part of all this, of getting into the entrepreneurial business, that industry, that world? What do you like so much about it? Because apparently you like it if you're taking on a, this new project. Mm -hmm. uh, I like doing it for the people in the community. Um, I, I love when people come up to us with their stories, sharing how we've really just changed their lives. Um, that is just the greatest thing in the world and makes everything worth it. You know, we have our days where we're just so stressed out. We almost make ourselves sick, but it's always just so worth it because people are so grateful for, uh, what we have done. And, you know, we're just happy to help these people. Right on. Yeah. I, you know, I love that. Uh, I feel like we were, we're able to kind of kickstarts you know and uh in the right direction is what what i'm hoping for you know i want to i want to see our our community not not struggle uh financially um so i think that you know if we can do what we can to try to lure businesses to town like we have and uh do more of that um it's that that's a good feeling um so that, that's kind of what I want to see out of this whole thing is that, you know, Shinoa, Shinoa as a whole can prosper. There is something, I think you guys have contributed to that mission perhaps more than anyone. And maybe the humble parts of you won't want to agree with that, but I think that might be the case. As we've said, you've brought in a lot of businesses that uh, have spots in your building. And that's incredible. That helps lo local economy. But I've also heard rumblings about Shinoa 
growing in some way, shape, or form, maybe mm-hmm. even in population. I haven't looked into it myself, but have you heard similar things? Like, it, and it sure seems like it. It sure seems like it, absolutely. I mean, I know everybody in in the area with the whole housing thing, uh, it seems like they're uh, all the communities don't have a hard time selling their houses right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there was a minute there where we just had one or two homes for sale in Chinoa. That was it. Um, uh I feel like the the property value is going up on everything, and mm-hmm. I've been a real estate agent in the past, and and can kind of recognize some of those trends. And I think uh, I really think you're going to see Chinoa in the next five years, mm-hmm. even um, uh, just just really be that 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 tier that that pricing level of the housing and everything. It's really going to shoot up. I think you're right, and I recently talked to Dan Gross about that type mm-hmm. of stuff, and I mean the library looks immaculate. Oh. Things. Things aren't going like this. Yeah. It's going like this. You know, new pr- property values going up. There's businesses popping up in different places. Uh, <clears throat> businesses that were in Chinoa for a while now are opening up new locations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just really looking up, and it's it's so fun to watch. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Yeah, we've got an economic development committee that they put together, and they're doing a good job of pushing on things. Um, yeah, I mean, to see the, uh, the bleachers that we've been looking at for years, uh, not being painted and everything finally get done that's great new bathroom uh new concession going up at the park there in town yeah it's gonna there's a lot of neat things happening hey we're right there on on the busiest busiest road or well one of the most famous roads Mm -hmm. in in the country in the world Mm -hmm. and and we, we need to start utilizing that as well Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, guys, you have really, really created something special. You've improved people's health. You've improved people's mental health. You've improved people's lives and you've inspired people with your story, myself included. And I think you're going to inspire more after this episode goes out. I hope you guys truly are really proud of what you've done, because as I said, it's it's been nothing but a great thing. Thank you so much for your time and coming on today. Thanks, and thanks Paul. for Shinoa Fitness Center. Oh, we appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you, Paul. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. All right, guys. Hey, that is a wrap.